You're listening to Shep Life with 1FM's Terry Cowley. And that introduces my next guest. Uh, her name is Kristen Redelak and she is from the grain store at Nathalia. Good morning, Kristen. Morning, Terry. How are you? I'm really well. How are you? Yeah, pretty good. Bit of a humid and cloudy Friday, isn't it, Kristen? It is. It's funny weather today, isn't it? Mm, headed for a bit of rain over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, that, of course, doesn't have to stop people from viewing your exhibition because they can have a look in the main street of one of the main streets of Nathalia or they can check it out online. Art, COVID and Our Story Now, uh, curated by shepherd and photographer Liz Arcus. I had a, a good look at the exhibition last night online. Um, it's something that's going to resonate with, with pretty much all of us, I think. Yeah, I think so. It's, um, I don't think there's anyone in the world that wouldn't have some connection to at least one of those photos at the moment. So we're talking about, I've mentioned the sorts of things that we're talking about. We're talking about closed borders, uh, Zoom meetings, hand sanitizer, drive-by birthdays, cleaning products, bin outings, too much cooking, um, home delivery, police checks, empty shelves, um, packs from school, forest walks. What are some of those things you've been doing up there at Nathalia, Kristen? Well, actually, I just came inside um, from standing next to my vegetable garden, <laughs> which, um, you know, has never looked so good because I am with it so much more than what I ever would have been before. So, Silver yeah. linings, Kristen. They're, they're small, but they're there. <laughs> now, this isn't just about what we can see, uh, you know, uh, as, a, as a viewer. It's also about that journey and engaging members of the community in a creative pursuit, I would gather. Yeah, yeah, that's been a really important part of this show and having that one one little meeting in between um, the two lockdowns with Liz and the photographers, was we were so lucky to have that and um, we've been doing, you know, we've been doing stuff online as well, meeting online and remaining connected that way. But, um, but for photographers to be able to have some mentorship, an in-person mentorship at the moment was, um, was really special and the photographers responded really well to that because I think Liz just worked with them so beautifully um, and really made them feel empowered um, to go out and actually think, what is it about what's happening right now in, in my world and in the world that I can actually communicate in an artistic way with my camera? So it wasn't, um, it wasn't easy for them at the beginning to think, okay, well, what can I take a photo of? And I think a lot of what we're going through is not so much visual <laughs> right now. Um, but once we started talking about it and having discussions and um, Liz really opened up a lot of good discussions and, and ideas in the photographers. Because it really is documenting history, but in a, in a local way. Can you yeah. think about, I mean, I don't know that there'd be massive differences if we did the project between, say, Nathalia and Shepparton, but I would imagine there would be significant differences doing a project like this between, say, Nathalia and Melbourne. Yeah, I've been thinking about that a lot because I lived in Melbourne, you know, before coming up to do this job and um, and a lot of my family and very close friends are still down there and the the photos that I've seen, I've got a few friends who are f uh, photographers and filmmakers and have been doing the same, documenting this moment in history um, and it has been really different and I think one of the biggest differences is just that... The density of people, obviously, is just such a huge thing in the city and it's a huge part of city life. 
I've got a friend who lives on Swanston Street and um, he's been taking photos most days and going, this is just so strange, so strange. Like, it just must be so... I can't even imagine what it feels like in a big city at the moment. And we are lucky in the regions that things are going so well for us. We've been able to open up sooner and our also our density is not big anyway. So a lot of the time when you go down the street, it's not hugely different. It doesn't feel so doomsday, I think. <laughs> and just those opportunities for those green, wide open spaces. I mean, yes. if, if your friend was living, is living in Swanston Street and there was a 5K sort of, you know, lockdown, I mean, he yes. really ha- probably hasn't had much opportunity to get to the bush at all. No, no, but he did just recently discover there was a beach within five kilometres of his house, which he was very happy about. So it's one thing we can't get to at the moment up here is the beach. <laughs> That's true, but we do have our rivers. We do. We do have lots of special things here too. <clears throat> How important do you think it is to, to I mean, you know, like, as you say, we, what, what, no one sort of knows that they are living or experiencing history at the time it's a it's a retrospective thing isn't it so how important it is is it that we that we capture these moments i think it's really important and i think the way that we've had to shift everything online has been a really good thing for us to be able to sort of capture that in a historic like it's there now and we can really easily archive that um and i i would love to revisit this um, in, say, 10 years or more um, and see what it feels like to look at those photos and compared to whatever life will be then. Um, I think it's really important that we, yeah, that we have keep these things and I'm not usually a huge historian but it sort of brought out a little spark of historian in me, I guess, and made me realise that um, we are and our kids are living history right now and we always are but we're living such a, a big moment in it and um, I think we'll, we'll forget and I hope we do forget some of the harder bits that, it, that have happened um, and to look back on it I think will be really important to, to really put it into perspective what we are actually experiencing. So how can people remind people how they can uh, view the exhibition? So we have the photographs in the window um, on display at in Blake Street in Nassalia, so in the main street of Nassalia. Um, so you can walk past and see the photos there and there's a, also a digital display um, of some extra, extra photos there too. Um, but also on our website, which is thegreenstore.org um, and there's an online gallery on the website there that you can view all the photo, photos there. Just one other thing that uh, occurred to me when I was looking at it, and this is a, a bit of a, I suppose, a bit of an artistic tension. There's um, there's the technical aptitude, I suppose, that photographers have, and then there is the subject that they're actually shooting. Um, and some of us, you know, might get a bit intimidated by the, techni- the technicalities, but really um, subject trumps technicality, doesn't it? Because I can see yep. these aren't professional photographers, are they? Not all of them. Some of them are, um, but a lot of them... We deliberately uh, reached out a bit further into the community, further than our just our artists um, or what, who would call themselves artists um, because of the topic and because of the that feeling of um, our community sort of rallying together. I really wanted us to feel like a, 
a more connected community as a result of taking part in this. Um, and actually having interviews like this and a bit of other media coverage has really um, made a really positive impact on some of those people. So, yeah, there are... Because, you know, some of them are just documentation of, like, the drive by birthdays that you mentioned before, and those community members are not people that would have before considered themselves photographers. So, yeah. Just another one of those silver linings. Kristen? Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, we have to hold on to them. <laughs> all the best to all, all the people involved. I hope they've uh, gotten something positive about it. And um, good on you for all the good work that comes out of the Grain Store at Nathalia and all the best uh, with the rest of the exhibition. I think it's on, online until the 10th of October. So yep. uh, listeners, a plenty of time to catch it. And, of course, you can, as Kristen said, can speak, speaking about drive-by birthdays, you're going to have a bit, bit of a drive-by photographic exhibition yeah, check out yep. up there at Nathalia <laughs> and maybe grab something at the bakery and get a coffee while you're up there. Yep, they would love it. <laughs> Thanks so much for your time this morning, Kristen. You've been listening to the Shep Life podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on SoundCloud. Find it on the 1FM Facebook page or search Shep Life Group on Facebook. Once approved, you'll be kept up to date with links to future shows. If you'd like to hear the show live, you can tune in to 98.5 on your radio or stream through fm985.com.au or the TuneIn app on your Android or iOS device. Friday mornings from 9am to midday.